Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week, we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man Stevens, Ryan, who the fuck was that? And the old guy decided to visit the studio again. Looks like he's becoming a regular. I'm a regular. Yeah. You're going to actually have to say my name. You can do my drop. Yeah, I'll do it on the way out. (laughs) Too much work. I got to hit a couple of buttons. Why do I put up with this? You mean you're lazy? Yes. Um, okay. So there hasn't been... A, getting you to say it on recording. <clears throat> I've said it in recordings he's before. He's said it. He, he, he's admitted that since he was a child. Yeah. Work, <laughs> I, I, I took my lesson from Scrooge McDuck. We said work harder, not smart. Uh, work smarter, not harder. <laughs> I screwed that one <laughs> Try up. Try to get it right. Yes. Uh, okay, go ahead. So Yeah, the first way has always been my motto. <laughs> yeah. So the most interesting thing in, in video game news is Microsoft has discontinued the year subscription to Xbox Live. Oh. As opposed you, to interesting, what? mine just renewed. Well, see, I was going to say that is um, my, because I checked my renewal, <laughs> and it still has <laughs> the year subscription on it. So because allegedly this Christmas or this November, December, the new Xbox series x is supposed to come out so they've canceled a couple of xbox models along with allegedly changing getting rid of the year subscription the rumor has it and yeah rumor has it what they're going to do is they're going to cancel uh they're going to basically make gold for free and make you if you want to do certain things make you get a game pass ultimate or whatever interesting so they're they're ditching the, the subscription for live in favor of just a game pass thing. I don't see. That's the problem is that speculation on my part. I, they haven't said why they're getting, they're removing the year subscription. Unless the fact that they need more money. Cause it's, it, it's more money for them to do it every three months instead of yearly. Like I've been doing for nearly 20 years. Yeah. No kidding. Um, I'll still pay it. Don't get me wrong. Um, I've actually been thinking about going to Game Pass Ultimate because for like $200 a year, it gives me access to 200 and, or 100 and something games, and some of them are first-party yeah, titles. I'll tell you what, though. My, my girlfriend has a, a Game Pass, and yeah, there's a few things on there that I that actually I otherwise wouldn't have tried if it wasn't on Game Pass. One that I'm not going to go drop 30 40 50 bucks on, but oh, shit, it's free here. Even if it sucks, I can just delete it, you know? And, but it's, it's not the amount of the ones that you would, that you would play. You know what I mean? Like the selection, it seems big because it's a big number, but what you would actually play, unless you're one of those guys that just plays everything, um, to me, wasn't, wasn't worth the subscription base. Oh, really? So that it includes say like Halo and then Bob's house, a paintball type of thing. I mean, that's basically what it is. You know, yeah, it's got oh, a couple geez. of AAA titles on there, but the rest of it is, you know, a lot of indie games and, and things like that, which look are, are great. And if that's what you're into, you can play uh, so many different damn titles. But uh, for me, just look, I like the, the, the huge stuff. I mean, I, I buy the new <clears throat> console every time because I want to play the, the latest and greatest, you know, video games. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'll tell you what, man, I am <laughs> never thought I'd actually say this out loud, especially to, to, to you. I'm really considering that PS5, man. You know, it seems what? like the last few <laughs> years. Listen, 
I have lifelong Xbox. I get pissed off at people who buy Sony. Just I just yell "Buy American" <clears throat> at them, and they look at me like a psychopath. But um, you're not Xbox for the last couple of few years here has been leaning real, real hardcore towards this like community experience, <clears throat> and everything is about the multimedia, and you can do so much other things other than gaming on this on this console. It's like motherfucker, I bought this to game. You know, and PlayStation seems to be the only one who's like, look, we're a gaming company. This is what we do. Honestly, I'll still probably go with the Xbox. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I totally dig it. Uh, part of it for me is no matter what they do with the PlayStation remote, it physically hurts. I can't play it for yeah, long periods of time. Why? And and, and then people tell me. So many people. <clears throat> And people tell me, oh, you can get Xbox-like remotes, but right. none of them have the build quality of first-party controllers. Like, I've, yeah, I've, no, I've, I, I agree. And that's but my problem. The ergonomics of it, you know, where the button layout is. I mean, the last, uh, um, you know, Xbox One X versus PS4, right? <clears throat> um, or even just Xbox One versus PS4. Uh the, the processing was the same. The computing was the same. So it wasn't... Like, oh, I had to choose this if I want to play the better graphics. They were, they were equal. You know, it was the first time in the, in the console wars where it was just like, oh, okay, well, whichever one you've got used to, just pick that one. But the controller has always sold me for Xbox because it is just a yeah. superior. I still have yet to have a controller that's, that's that good. But, uh, you know, shit, I mean, you can, you can port all kinds of uh, controllers, you know, to that thing. Although, man, have, have, there, have any of you guys tried the Xbox uh, Elite controller? I, I've been off and on for the last couple of years considering getting them because I've heard how amazing they are. And then every time I go uh, to consider pu pulling the trigger on an expensive controller, I keep reading how poor the build quality is. is I'm not spending $100 on a controller that's going to break on me. Yeah, shit, I think it's more like 150 it Might be 100 now. But yeah, I'm going to say it's a little bit better. more than that. I just couldn't justify the cost, but I, I wouldn't mind right. it. I mean, I, I'll probably just stay with Xbox. I mean, I mean, because when the play when the uh, PlayStation Four was first coming out, and Microsoft said you couldn't buy used games, I was legitimately considering, okay, I'll switch. It's not that big of a deal because I don't like I like buying used games. Ninety five percent of my games are used unless it's a, a first party title I want, like Halo, for example. I'll always buy brand new just because I want that yeah. experience um yeah and there's certain games that i'm i've been looking forward to for so long that you know the next iteration of fallout or or elder scrolls i'm i'm gonna be playing yeah. that for a damn day fucking uh yeah. i've been the, the games i'm looking for um right now are cyberpunk which comes out in november or december and um, wasn't that supposed to come out like a year ago also by the way yeah it's been pushed back a bunch of times, which is good or bad. I mean, in theory, it's good yeah. because it gives them more time, unless it's Duke Nukem Forever, which was supposed to come out in 1997, <laughs> which came out like five years ago. So, it, uh, you know, your mileage may vary. Um, and there's, I highly doubt any of you actually remember this game because none of you guys are originally PC gamers. Um, there's a game called... Hey. There was. Well, there's a video game called Vampire the Masquerade. It's based off a card game or something, and it came out two. Uh, two of them came out when I was a kid, and the new one is supposed to come out in December. Oh, huh. mm, nice. 
And uh, I can see that the, the, there's there's moss growing over on the old guy's microphone. Um, well, just okay. Just yeah, we moss. did kind of go on a not my bellywick. That's all. <clears throat> <laughs> well, we did kind of just do a full on tangent on video games. Yeah, and... let's go for it. Well, yeah. I can. Well, I, I know Ryan likes audiobooks, and so I had two audiobooks. Uh, one I just finished, and one I just bought to see if he's listened to them or. Um, there's an, I talked about it last week was an audio book by, is it EB sledge about Peleliu and Okinawa in the world war two. Oh, yeah. And I just got, um, the rise and fall of the third Reich. It's like 57 hours. It's like 10 parts. Jesus. Damn. <laughs> that that's kind of the, well, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, 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 a, there's a lot to go through there. That, that's the, yeah, rig- I was just going to say, are they starting at the beginning? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, that's the original well, obviously. book that, uh, after the war, uh, he, he compiled and everybody <clears throat> kind of went to as the go-to book as to, you know, what, what was it all about as he started getting more and more information. And, and uh, so it, it's, it's a more of a documentary uh, style. And, uh, oh, okay. Cause yeah. it, it starts out talking about like Hitler's family and his brothers and sisters <laughs> and like Hitler was basically a lazy bum spudging off of everybody and, Really wanted That's to be an, really wanted to be an artist, so he didn't go do any schoolwork, and it's just it's just all this background knowledge that I had a tiny idea of, but it's 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 really cool to actually listen to. Um, it talks about why when he went to jail for Mein Kampf for starting was the the something rebellion. I forgot the exact exact term. So it's it's super in depth, which should be super interesting. Well, we'll see what happens when it's yeah, done. Yeah, it's, it's one of those subjects where you, you you learn a little bit about it, and all it does is make you want to be like, wait, what? Yeah, let's find out more. What, what else happened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've it's, seen so many damn World War II documentaries now. Yeah, I've seen so, so many. It's like I just am me. So uh, speaking of which, uh, Greyhound has been released. I believe it was Disney Plus I watched it on. It's the what new. What was it again? Of Nazis, Greyhound. It's called. Oh yeah, yeah, Greyhound. Greyhound. It's, it it's stars Tom Hanks. On Apple. Maybe it was Apple. Yeah, you oh, said Apple the, Plus. Oh, gotcha. I Apple thought Plus. you were talking like speaking of Nazis, Greyhound buses are like No, Greyhound buses have nothing to do with this. IBM uh, does though. <laughs> okay. But 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 good <laughs> I'm effort. Like, that was a weird. Good segue. good connection. <laughs> I like that. No, no, it has to do with the movie, uh, starring Tom Hanks. And um, he actually wrote the script. Oh, actually, it was well done. It's uh, about um, one destroyer. Uh, th- there's an area during World War II when the uh, supply ships were coming over uh, from the East Coast going into um, London. Actually, Liverpool, I believe it was at the point. I may be wrong about that. Uh, and uh, they usually had one or two destroyers go along with them and try to defend off the wolf pack. Hence the name Greyhound, and uh, it was uh, it's basically done through the eyes of the captain of the main destroyer, who's charged of trying to get the majority of the supply ships to England, and it uh, actually was done very well. It was very entertaining. Okay. You Only- know what? I I have not been steered wrong by no pun intended. Uh, Tom Hanks doing World War Two shit. Castaway. Okay. You know, I, I he, I was gonna he say did World Band War. of Brothers. Also, wasn't he producer? Also. 
Uh, yes. I believe that's the case. Yes. And of course, he, who, <clears throat> who would have thought the guy from Bosom Buddies would have made really good World War II movies? And no kidding, huh? A, 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 a movie I mean, shit, like some would argue the best was Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers. Damn, that was a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say uh, if I, if anybody is looking to watch anything about World War II, Band of Brothers is where to go. Um, Saving Private Ryan was good, but he really shined in Band of Brothers. So the the and only, he wasn't in it, but the only thing know. the only thing I have against Band of Brothers is Jimmy Fallon's in it. Every time I see that scene with Jimmy Fallon, it just takes me out of it. I out of out of forty hours or whatever of what, not that thing. <laughs> hey, it of, took me of TV. The one Jimmy Fallon thing throws you. Hey, it took me a long time to get used to uh, to David Schwimmer. So give me a break. I'm I'm slowly warming up to that scene. Yeah, see, David Schwimmer threw me way more than Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, but I didn't want to really like David Schwimmer in that. Well, it's the first time I saw it. It's like, well, fuck, I don't want to watch Ross for eight and a half hours. <laughs> oh, but then he was a dick for like five minutes, and I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> um, that's true. I, I, I've been really, I, I've been really digging World War II stuff. Obviously, if I'm, if I'm just purchased a fifty-six or fifty-seven to sixty-hour audiobook. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, which is weird. Yeah. I was, I, I was thinking of, I was thinking about this because I, I get this look by people who listen to, because I say I'm a fan of World War II and everybody gives me this kind of like lopsu opsu like kind of what. So I was realizing. So what's your guys's favorite part of history? Because mine's always been anything encompassing around World War II. You, you guys have any favorite yeah. sections? Um, if I had to narrow it yeah, down, it's probably World War II. I mean, but fuck, man, that's yeah. a, maybe the Mongols, maybe Civil War. I mean, I love each of them. I love, this is such a weird thing for me to be gushing over. But, that's, no, I am, a, I am a history fan. By the way, that's that's and why I think so it's weird. I, I like the stories and the crazy shit that happened. It's just nutty. Like, like whoa, we did that, huh? Fucking people. That's oh, crazy. Do, you, do you have a Twitter account, Ryan? Fuck no! What? Well, <laughs> well, there was. Here's, I agree with that. Although well, I have one. Well, I have I have multiple no, Twitter. Shit, I'm a masochist, man, but not that much. Well, I have multiple Twitter accounts, but the only reason I'm asking is there's something called uh, Jewish privilege or something like that that popped up a couple of weeks ago, and you have people, you know, talking shit about Jews, but in the middle of it were these people's firsthand family accounts of the shit they went through. And I spent like an hour plus just reading people's stories about hiding from the Nazis and what the Nazis did to their family. And it was one of those things like, man, I hope somebody is saving these tweets. Because mm. it was, it, it was like, can you save the tweets? You could screenshot them. I, I was on my phone, so I had no way to do it, but I'm assuming you could do it. You can't screenshot on your phone. Yeah, well, you I, I, I'd rather save the text versus uh, a screenshot of picture. You know, if that makes sense. I'd rather copy and paste versus but just take a you, picture. You know what I heard on the radio? Libtards are the only ones that copy and paste. Re- repeat that? Libtards are the ones who copy and paste. Okay. I would still rather copy and paste because I actually have the actual <laughs> text instead of a picture. Somebody said that on uh, 98 Rocks Facebook or Twitter, what Instagram or some crap like that account. I don't know. They were talking about it this morning. I never, I haven't heard that before that libtards are the ones who 
copy and paste. Yeah, never heard that. <laughs> um, web parents, libtards. I just follow the internet rule of take sure it didn't happen. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it, it yeah, was. There you go. It was just one of those things that it, that that you don't get to read first. Uh, to the whole lot of first uh, family accounts of what their family went through. So it was one of those things that was. It was just really now, cool to were read. Were these actual Holocaust survivors, or were these families? These or were what? These were the family members of the Holocaust survivors, or people in Germany oh, so who they escaped. Got them to talk. That's kind of what my thought was. Is like these are people who actually opened up and, and and talked about it at some point during their life, and so their their family members at this point were just retelling the stories. Ah, uh, but it's yeah, that's um a good thing about any any sort of modern war is you you do get way more of a human perspective. You know, you you get into like the ancient stuff. And you start losing track. I mean, you just hear numbers like, like, oh, and you know, a million people died, and you're just like, like, oh, that's crazy. And but you lose that human perspective. Well, what's you know a- anything before videos or or even like like you build those letters coming back and forth in the Civil War or you know Revolution something like that. You get that that yeah. like like oh, and this is what it was like on the front lines, my darling, and you know you get that back that human part. So one all the stories of the Holocaust and all that. One of the things that um, <clears throat> brought brought it home to me from the our American Revolution to the Civil War to um, World War II in Nazi Germany was actually walking the grounds these people walked, and uh, yeah, having yeah, no having the opportunity to do all of those. Um, there is a feeling that you can't even describe. Uh, you know, you walk uh, Cemetery Ridge, and it's like, you know, 50,000 people died in a matter of two hours. And it, it's just I unbelievable. Was, <laughs> I was thinking, the only exper- other experience I've had like that is watching on any of the beaches in Normandy. Getting a chance to go to, like, Omaha Beach, and it's just, when we were there, it was dead quiet i remember thinking when we were sitting on the wall overlooking the beach it's um it, it was you could hear a pin drop it's like all the all the sound allotment for that space and time That's, was used during world war ii it was scary yeah, yeah it's it's just you can't you can't help it you just you look at the view and you look at it and you go how did these men do this it's just yeah I, really i had the same feeling they just did it Uh, yeah they just (laughs) that's exactly right they just did it because it's unbelievable i had the same feeling on cemetery ridge same thing at gettysburg it's just you look at this and you look what these guys did you go i I might have been a deserter i don't know if i could have (laughs) done conscientious a conscientious object what these men did unbelievable and that is the way that's one of the reasons i have so much trouble with you know, destroying monuments. And I don't care if it's our country or some other country or whatever. And one of the big reasons I got to give Poland a lot of credit is that they, they're keeping the concentration camps open for people to come and walk in so that, that so that what happened is never forgotten. And, um, yeah. you know, w- one of the things in, in France is the American cemetery. Um, this is where all the men that died, well, not all, but majority of men who died in, in those um, landings that took place, on D-Day, 
are buried in the American cemetery there. And it's just unbelievable. The feeling there is just amazing. And the French uh, basically get, that's actually U.S. property, <laughs> which is interesting in France. Hmm. But to ma- maintain that cemetery that. there. Yeah. And uh, it's so it's 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 just unbelievable. And and so I recommend anybody who any anybody, any of you guys, if you haven't done it, anybody listening, take the time, you know, walk into the areas where this took place. And I'm telling you, you're going to feel a feeling that you've never felt before. Well, one one of the reasons yeah, and and not even doesn't even have to be, you know, in, in, in France or Germany or, you know, the, the Western front could be stuff here at home, stuff in this country you can drive to, exactly. you know, take your kids to and whatnot. It's, you know, one of the things we got is like, yeah, I can pick up and drive to Connecticut right now if I want to. Yeah. Well, um, what, oh, sorry, I was going to say, one of the reasons why I really wanted that audiobook by E.B. Sledge um, with called With the Old Card is he's one of the few people who in two of those, both those battles never got injured. But he talks the story about being in one of those. I forgot those boats. Those boats that drive up on the beach. Landing craft. Landing craft. And the landing craft he was in didn't have the tailgate that dropped. So he actually had to jump over the side of it and run like hell. And so you have a first uh, a first person account of what happened. Um, same reason why I like Saving Private Ryan because it's so hard to imagine what's that when, when you read, oh, this many people stormed the beaches of Normandy. Some had to climb a, a, a steep wall. You, you have no idea until you actually you, you read about it and the, the guy's a good storyteller or you see it uh, on the medium of uh, pictures. Well, you know what's even crazier? Uh, the movie Dunkirk came out not too long ago. and uh, Yeah. Well worth the, the look of that because World War One was about as brutal as you get and uh it yeah. was yeah i wouldn't wish trench warfare on fucking anybody uh, unbelievable when you start reading about world war one as well so yeah uh you know again i i highly recommend and ryan you're right on the money all you have to do is drive to these places we we had an opportunity yeah. to go all the way up the east coast up to washington dc and we we stopped at as many battlegrounds as we could and uh yeah so i'll tell you what i i've been lately just up the ass of the revolution uh because i didn't realize how little there was that i knew about our american revolution right you know you know the kind of the fun stories from back in the day and you get all the bullshit the you know the the paul revere's midnight ride yeah. and that sort of fantasy just because <laughs> right good publicity right right but right. uh i made the mistake of watching hamilton <laughs> Right. On, uh, because they put it on the Disney Channel. Uh, Wait, watching what? It's a good play. Is it Hamilton? Hamilton? Uh, okay, Hamilton, uh, yeah. play. And holy shit, that thing is good. Like, I almost was, like, not digging it, like, halfway through, and then, like, the next day all the songs are stuck in my head. I'm like, <laughs> I really like that play. Damn, that was good. Well, now I'm going to have to watch uh, it with your recommendation. I'm just wondering if it's like Cats, because I saw Cats in the theater and fell asleep. So is it going to be amazing? No, you didn't. I fell asleep halfway through it. You fall asleep through anything, so you claim. Cats is a very dull. one, it's comparing fucking apples and oranges. Yeah, that's Well, no, it's just comparing comparing the fact. So Jonathan's not into musicals. Is it comparing the fact, is it exciting, or is it just, you know? I don't know. I've heard. Here's the thing is, if you like the subject matter, it is. It's fucking interesting, and it's got way more of a contemporary uh, uh, soundtrack than than any sort of thing, which which actually 
it throws you in the beginning because it's it's very much like a like a hip hop inspired soundtrack, um, which will throw you if you've just seen sort of traditional musical theater. But then you start getting like like oh okay, okay this has just utilitarian storytelling purposes also, and uh, damn it's good. So you didn't you didn't see any of things that made it controversial because I remember reading when it came out that there were some people who were really upset about something and hell if I remember what it was. Aren't we in a stage where there's well, always probably, somebody about, upset about something? Doesn't matter. It, it was done with a, a, a very multicultural <laughs> cla- uh, cast. You know, as far as like they they didn't pay any attention to you know like what race was playing, what character, which obviously you know they're all old white dudes. But, um, I, I don't remember if that was, I swear I remember something about it being revisionist history, but that was such a long time ago that, hell, it could have been. No, not, not really. I mean, no, way no more than, than any other story would have taken its liberties with just a historical movie. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's what got me down the rabbit hole of the revolution is like, like, oh shit, I got, okay, I didn't know any of these details. And, you know. Turns out, yeah, story pretty pretty much accurate as far as the nuts and bolts of it need to be. And yeah, there was just a lot more going on, a lot more moves being made than you than you realize. And the timeline I I think was way off on. But yeah, it's got me onto a birth of the nation catch. How how long is it? Uh let's see, plus intermission well, intermission doesn't really count, but uh, about about two and a half. That's that's not too bad. I'm if I had time and I was inkling for something, I would watch it because as stupid as it sounds, there's a, a, a 1776 the uh, a musical that came out many years ago. I always thought always liked it because it was about uh, writing the Constitution. Had the guy who played Mister huh. Feeney in it. Yeah, this is very much about Alexander Hamilton and you know, his uh, revolutionary war exploits, the, you know, treasury of the United States, and, you know, the whole duel with Aaron Burr. Hmm. Oh. Now, I watched that uh, Lincoln movie not that long ago, and, you know, I was actually pretty bored by that one. That wasn't very good. Did you watch that one, Rob? Was that the one with Sally Fields and Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, it was a few years ago. Hmm. I may have, but to show you how much I liked it, I don't remember it. I never saw it. Yeah. So there's there's probably that that answers that question. So a good clue as to how you what yeah. you thought of it. What didn't you like about it, James? It was boring and slow. And very uninteresting. Now question for you. If this came out when when we were in high school or a little older, would you have enjoyed it then? No. Now, here's the reason I say that, because nowadays, the movies that we thought were fast-paced are slow. Like Terminator 2, it's a slow fucking movie, if you actually watch it now. So my my, my question on that was, was regarding, is it just because we're not used to slow-paced movies? Because slow-paced movies now are not even remotely as slow as movies were back 20, 30 years ago. Because we're so used to movies that are bang, 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 bang. So that's, so that's one of the reasons I ask people when they say, is a slow movie? I said, compared to what? Like, I, you know. But I knew I wasn't well, going to. I mean. It felt slow to him. How's that? How? Let's see. Was it called Lincoln? Is that what it was called? Yeah. I yeah, think it was, was it. just called Lincoln. And it came out not that long ago. 
2012. Was it 2012? Was it that long ago? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Daniel Day-Lewis and Sally oh, Fields. Oh, yes. I do remember that movie. And James is right. Yeah. It was, it was not good. I don't think it even got... I don't think the critics even liked it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't think they did either. And I was kind of excited for it. Because I, you shit. know, I, as a... It's a hundred history buff. Sorry, yeah. it's 150 oh, yeah, it's a minutes. Movie. Yeah, it's a long ass movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think it was one of those Two hours, twenty minutes just to give Daniel Day Lewis a vehicle to be, you know, Daniel Day Lewis. Well, yeah, well, what we was get the behind the what's scenes he, what's he done him, since you know, then? I think he retired. Okay. Because I remember hearing something about his his process to take so much out of him. These um, method actors, you know, what can you do with them? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He gets a pass from me because he he did from uh, There Will Be Blood, and uh, yeah, that was a damn good movie. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, every, my, every every actor has one good movie in them. My favorite line from Mo, from uh, There Maybe Will not. Be Blood is I drank uh, I drank your milkshake. <laughs> I mean, that's a, yeah, everybody's favorite line there. Because well, it's such a non sequitur if you've never seen the movie. Well, no, it is. They were explaining. Well, I didn't realize how. Uh, yeah, no, he was explaining how if he's sucking up all the the oil from his, his land, then you know he just gets all the profits. So it had a. And he was explaining it with a giant long straw into his milkshake. <laughs> so Lincoln had a budget of sixty-five million dollars. Box office, it was. Two hundred and seventy-five point three million, according to Wikipedia. So it more than made its money back. Because I remember that movie, everybody raving about it. I remember seeing the trailer, going, "Yeah, I'm not paying twenty bucks to see that movie." Yeah, it was just a performance movie. Just so watch this guy throw on an acting clinic for a while. Yeah, part of me really wants to see it, and then I'll watch clips off of YouTube for a movie. And I'm like, you know what? This is about as much as I needed to see. It, oh, it's Amblin Entertainment. Wow. Um, are there any movies coming out that you guys have seen that you're even remotely interested yeah. in? Coming, <laughs> coming out. No. They've all been postponed no. or pushed to yeah, pay-per-view. No, well, I mean, there's movies that have been coming I out mean, like Ghostbusters. that. That's the only one for me. But there's mo- movies like that Greyhound, but uh, what movie? Well, you said last week was supposed yeah. to be a theater movie. and It was. Yeah. Um, you know, Netflix just <sighs> threw out a cool one called The Old Guard um, based off a... Uh, uh, graphic novel that's not even that old, like like 2017 or something. Oh. But um, pretty interesting. Like, I mean, if you, you yeah. filter into the uh, oh, Charlie semi fantasy stuff. Yeah, that so just came, I just watched that. It's a good movie. So it's starring Charlie Theron. Cool. Yeah. So it's Charlie Theron, Kiki Lane, Mar. My humble apologies, Marwan Kenzari. Yeah, uh, I won't be. I can't pronounce good, anybody else's name. Good movie. Um, She's a, you know, she does most of her own stunts. She was injured in that movie. I was just reading that today. Oh, she's she's a bad bitch for sure. Oh man! So 125 minutes. So it's not a short film. It's about, but it's about average for modern movies, though. It's pretty fucking cool, though. You don't mind sitting through it. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. I I, I recommend it. So the Old Guard mm-hmm. is a 2020 American superhero film directed by Gina Prince, by the Wood. Let's see, Andy of something. Booker, Joe, and Nick are centuries-old warriors with regenerative healing abilities who use their vast experience to help people. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hmm. 
My brother watched it and he didn't really like it. Yeah, well. You talking about Eric? No. Oh. I'm assuming the other one. Which brother? No, yeah. Uh, Jeremy. That's the one oh, okay. I live with right now. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't like it? No. Yeah, he was like, I, I came out and he was sitting there watching and he's like, man, this thing sucks. Well, maybe he just wasn't <laughs> okay. into it that, that day because I have to disagree. I thought what, it was well done. What was the did he, What was the reasoning? Because I could see I could see your other brother's reasoning for I not know, liking I went and took a shower. I came out of the shower and he was asleep. He didn't even finish the movie. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. Jeez. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, okay, you know. I dig yeah. Charlie Theron though. I mean, she's she's always been a hell of an actress. Yeah, no kidding. However, she won't be in the next um, the, the the prequel to her Mad Max movie. She yeah. won't be in that one. I'm kind of bummed about she's that. She's aged out. She's too old to play really? a prequel. Well, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it. <clears throat> I, come on, they could CG her ass and make her. <laughs> That's the problem. They would have to if it's going to be the prequel. I mean, she's got to be a teenager. <laughs> They shouldn't make a prequel. They could make another sequel. I'll be honest. I, I stop with this prequel shit. Make a couple of. <laughs> how about make two more movies? Then you can make a yeah, prequel. Yeah, keep keep going. Uh, just keep that timeline going. What the heck? Well, I mean, because yeah. you you got an actress who's within the time period where she could do it. You you know, and she's honestly, Tom Hardy wasn't a major important role in, in that that movie, in my no, opinion. No, he really wasn't. And Charlie Theron did a really badass fucking job. You you got a badass actress. Make two more movies, and yeah. then you can make a prequel. Well, they should have. In my opinion. Kept it going, but it's too late now. There's too big of a gap. I don't think so. She doesn't look she doesn't look that much older. True. And she, don't worry, John. In, in, in this town, you don't have to wait too long for a sequel book. That's true. Yeah. That's I think I think it's that dead based just on when it was released, but that's you know. Well, she she keeps herself in great uh, great shape. She's got good genes. I mean, you're right to a degree. But there is a there is a point. We all age out, unfortunately. Except <laughs> except for uh, Gary Busey. I got news for you. Yeah. Gary Busey always <laughs> plays Charlie crazy. Gary Busey just married a twenty. Hot, like seventy year old. Yeah. Well, well, Did Gar- he just marry a twenty something year old? Probably. But he's crazy. Have you oh noticed? God. Every character he's ever played in movies I've seen, he always plays a crazy character, except for the Buddy Holly story. So you don't have to look oh a God. certain. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. yeah. How can you miss it? His oh. teeth are the size of chiclets. Well, you know, that's what I happens when you abu- abuse every drug and alcohol that there is and have about 15 different concussions. It's, you don't have <laughs> not many brains left. <laughs> I I, I'm not 100% sure how much he uh, brain cells he's had. Well, he had himself enough to be a star, and we're talking about him. That's not really that, that hard. I think you just have to get <laughs> lucky or blow the right person. Well. Now you know how to get up in Hollywood, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the crickets? Weren't you talking about casting couch last week? Yeah. <laughs> the other was. week. <laughs> yeah. Too bad. I'm too bad. I'm. I'm. I'm stereotypically. I'm. Uh, that's true. How a lot of these people end up becoming celebrities and stars, and. But it's because more because people like us pay to go see them. So. Well, no, because it's 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 like the music industry with like back in the 80s, for example, nobody would have seen um, uh, like Motley Crue if it wasn't for the music company pushing them. You know, that's kind of how that. Well, you think the monkeys are any more an example and they actually outsold the Beatles and records. That's a great example. (laughs) 
Well, that's that you know that's the thing about because without without the Hollywood system, all these actors would would still be waiters and waitresses and bartenders and fluffers and that, that's the thing is no matter the, the only time is is now is a fact. They're so the way the independent films are now, you don't necessarily need um, the system. You just don't know if you can become rich without it. Well, you know, uh, some people can. Some people can make a great living off of, off of indie films. But the problem is, and the reason why people will still need big, giant distribution houses is distribution. Yeah, you can put it online, but how many people are noticing? You know, as opposed to you control all the advertising, you know, getting out to the people, billboards, cell phones, alerts. You know, YouTube ads, all the all the fun shit is right there by Universal. You know, getting that name out there. I'll tell you what, though. Now in today's COVID period of time, the the, the streaming services have it, and they're 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 pumping oh my out. God. They're pumping out whatever they this can is, pump out. This is one of those. If I go back in time and I get that the the almanac, I'm I'm just going to remember like, oh, I gotta I gotta invest. Uh, in in Netflix and Amazon Prime, yeah, right before the Rona, and 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 this is the, and this is what <laughs> right I thought before the Rona, yeah, and this is Go what on. I I thought may end up being not the death knell of the cinema industry, but what's going to turn into a more niche experience, a la like all these movie houses where you can get dinner and drinks and right because yeah, yeah. at right. this point in time, I mean, I've got a 4K TV at my house. I've got 5.1 setup that's so loud it rattles dishes in my fucking kitchen. What else do you need besides the fact that you have that communal experience, which this is one of the things Ryan and I really agree on. And it's that and, you know, besides that I have everything else but the people. Well, you may have to get used to that cuz AMC is already saying they may not be able to survive this. Which but there's always going to be those people. I mean, dude, even during the Rona right now, people are still <laughs> going to, to driving. Driving are making a comeback. Exactly. People still want to go out. Yeah. And get out of the somebody, house. Even if it's just the people. Yeah. Get out of their house. That's it. Get yeah. dressed up kind of thing. I, I think the same reason why movie theaters are going to stay around is the same reason why records are making a comeback is they want the experience because if I'm going to watch a movie at home, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking pause it, do the dishes, pause it, put the kid to bed, yeah, yeah, pause yeah. it, do this versus if I'm paying 25 to 30 bucks for a fucking movie, I'm going to buy popcorn, a big ass drink, and I'm just going to sit back right. and, and have fun. You're your girlfriend where you would never do it at home. Well, yeah. I mean, there still is the movie experience. <laughs> I mean, I, I miss the theaters, the, to be honest. Honest. I enjoyed that. Wait but. a second. You you don't shush Amber at home? You know what, man? It, I'll tell you what, bro. It's a, it's not a hill I'm willing to die on. Boy, that okay? was a topic stopper. <laughs> Holy shit, did you hear that? You got a bro out of him. Whoa. I know. Yeah, it's just it's not it's not worth the the constant beratement that it would take. At a movie theater I can justify it. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah because at home you have pause but i mean so i i think it's going to stay around because we'll uh, see the problem is the financial burden like i said amc's <laughs> already come out and they're taking such a hit and they don't i mean I, was it disneyland disney's losing like nine to ten million dollars a day by not having the parks oh, open and that's a huge portion of their revenue <laughs> um you know what it. Fuck Disneyland. I'll tell you my financial burden is I can't find quarters for laundry. So there's a 
fucking national coin shortage. There is, and it's funny that you brought that up because I was going to talk about it. There, some of the banks are actually paying you. It's not a whole lot of granted, but if you bring your change into the bank, you can actually get a couple of bucks. You know, instead of you having to pay them for it, they'll actually pay you for the change. I'll have to look for my jar. I was just reading the article. Yeah, man, so, really? Yeah. I, I will huh. pay you fucking like two to one right now for quarters just <laughs> yeah. because I need to do laundry. <laughs> exactly. Right. People are not going out and spending money and their change is not exchanging hands. Uh, if you go right. into, not to mention the, the mint is not, is not really producing money the way that they could because their, their people are all out because of the Rona. Yeah, but I did. I did read an article just yesterday saying that they they are up. They have up their production and distribution of of quarters in particular, like tenfold. I, I can. I, Damn, I, really? Yeah. I can see it now. Somebody's going to be sucking schwants so they can do laundry. So the, for the quarters. But but seriously though, like you mentioned, the, the problem is people are not circulating these coins. So even if they pump a bunch more in there, oh, they'll still hoard people it. Got coins, but. Yeah, they're still going to hoard it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's it's just like the people who, for like five years from now, are going to be still going through their hoard of uh, the, as Ryan says, Rona TP. So um, it got so bad. A local store by me, I don't know where they got this, but it's this floral scented toilet paper that stinks. I, I've never smelt toilet paper with a scent before. Probably because it was fresh, yeah, freshly produced, and it's right out of the factory. And it's so, lavender. Well, okay. I mean, it's, it's better just, than it's just you weird. Want pizza smell. I mean, come on. I, honestly, yes. It sounds like the uh, it sounds like the thing a 15th century French king would use. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like King Louis the Thirteenth would have been wiping his ass with lavender paper. Yeah, probably. May I have the lavender? Oh, right. He probably <laughs> did. Probably I would not did. be surprised. I, I, you know, I'm probably not far off. And and smoking those rose petal tip cigarettes that they used to make in England. Oh God! Um, I just I don't know. That's the the one thing out of this that what people hoard. I thought was hilarious because the first thing was the toilet paper, and then then there were the all paper products. They well, started hoarding everything. What was yeah. funny on Facebook? There started to be the the, the daily TP report. You'd have somebody <laughs> in my local area going, "Safeway has TP two for <laughs> Run, two, do, two rolls quick. for a dollar. Yeah. Go 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 go!" And then you you hear somebody uh, do something like, "Hey, does it, is there any to toilet paper in the local area? I'm tired of taking showers." It's like, <laughs> well, hold on, pause. What? Uh, just. And then, because uh, I remember it was a couple of years ago. What you gotta do? <laughs> or a couple of years ago, it was generators. Then I remember when I was younger, it, it, I think it was the anthrax scare. So the the stuff to seal your windows was running out in duct tape. And what people hoard is just random. I, I well, nobody's hoarding I mean, like candles. TP, TPO doesn't have an expiration date. No. So I mean, you could. I yeah, mean, but, I, it, it does theoretically, but if as long as you keep it out of the sunlight, and then people started uh, hoarding canned goods, and it's it's yeah. not like it's not like the, I mean, the, well, look, that's a generally a practical thing, you know, if you're just going to be stuck up for a little while. But the, the coins isn't isn't a voluntary thing. It's not like people are you know throwing them under their mattress. It's, yeah, I, it's, it's just that they're not out spending in these cash places, and they're not you know having exchange hands because they've used. <laughs> Their card because of the Rona or their their right. Apple Pay that kind of right. stuff right. has gotten huge lately. And most of the stores are pushing that uh, now because of the, sh the the shortage. I think the Mint ought to come out with a COVID nineteen coin. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I really think they should because it'll commemorate the I mean, start you know, of this they, BS. They printed all that weird shit on the back of quarters. You can't throw yeah. something together. 
Yeah, they could put something together real quick. You know that little that little symbol real that everybody quick. uses for COVID. They could stamp that right in there. You know, just make it an R, <laughs> or the they'll call it the Rona coin. Rona, yeah. Well, well. the the thing is, is that's going to become an automatic collector's item and coin people. Oh, there you go. They're gonna they're gonna hoard it. Yeah, just like the, yeah, they're gonna hoard it. So yeah. it's just, just like the Sacagawea. I swear to God, there's somebody yeah. in my local area that has like a, a giant knapsack full of Sacagaweas. Of, of Sacagaweas. Because when I worked at a local big box store, this guy always had hands full of them. The most like, useless coin ever made. I mean, it just, <laughs> it was terrible. I, well, like the Canada has $2 coins and it works well for the, them. I just yeah, don't know if you it know works what they well call for it, us. Right? It's the loony and the toonie. Toonie, yeah. yeah. Loony. Yeah, leave it to the Canadians no, to come up with the right name. A loony's a one, a toonie's a two. Correct. Yeah. Well, they they got some for the Tim Hortons, you know. So, jeez, oh, I don't know. I, I think uh, that you know the only way a dollar coin is going to work is you got to get rid of the paper dollar. I'm surprised they haven't. To right. be honest, they keep talking about doing it, but they never do. Well, the problem is you're going to have to make it. Like, well, you're going to have to make it different sizes because else, if if you don't make it different enough, like at physical size, people are going to be throwing away dollars left and right. I, and I'm just saying that because people are stupid. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting you just say that because look at the 50 cent coin. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you saw one of those? Years. And and talk about how much larger. I've got a few. They're huge. They're huge. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, coins are freaking heavy, man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know, 50 cent coin. You put a couple of those together and you can't, you know, can't keep your pants up. I mean, it was not great. Yeah, I, I got a I got a buddy who who works at a, uh, uh, I think, I believe a number of banks. And he worked like, like underground, you know, like a the bank secret layer of basically counting. Yeah. And uh, he's, you know, responsible for all the money that comes in. Well, you know, and obviously a team of people and shit ton of security. But um, he was telling me, he's like, you've never met anybody in your life that ate coins more than I do. <laughs> he's like, a stack of coins, you wouldn't believe how much those things weigh. Oh, I, I know. forget what he told me it was, but, you know, one of those old cartoon yeah. dollar sign bags and all that like like half the way hundreds of pounds oh yeah oh i i, I believe it good I, point and I, that may be the reason why that they haven't done it i i bought my first xbox and nothing but pennies <laughs> so i i because and the, the second one dick move and and but it was it was all rolled and i did it the next one oh. uh, i i rolled my i so rolled my old change handed it to the bank and the lady's like how much is in there one xbox <laughs> Um, however, my shop teacher in freshman year high school was such a dick. I gave him the $10 and pennies and they were rolled. So he couldn't say no. He was really pissed at me. (laughs) So that explains your report card grades. No, I failed. I, I, I failed electronics no, in senior year. I failed electronics in senior year. That's what happens when you do a show with your dad. No, no, see, that was a completely different teacher. I actually don't know if that teacher lasted to the end of my high school career. He had this little, he had, what would you used to call him? The rat tails, that little tiny, like, ponytail. Oh, yeah. He had this, was one of those. Oh, had, he had, I, I don't remember his oh, name. Geez. He had this little tiny ponytail, and he said, he, he said and I quote, because I remember this because it made me laugh so much. It's like, when you have long hair like I do, you got to make sure you tuck your hair into your T-shirt. And I'm thinking... Oh, he was a shop teacher. Shop teacher. Yeah, yeah, And I'm thinking, sense. there's women in this class who legitimately have long hair. What is that? Well, they're supposed to put it up. <laughs> well, I know, but he said tuck it into your shirt. It's like, you don't have to tuck it into your shirt. It's not long enough Is he one that. of these guys that mostly bald and then just have that little bit of hair in the back there. Those are the ones that I just can't, you know, they can't give it up. They're the skull. You know, the, 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 the hairline's already back <laughs> behind their ears. 
I don't. I don't remember. I remember some of the people in my class, but I don't remember him except for the long that his comment about having long hair. When it's mm. like, dude, a, a pair of scissors just like would take care of that in a second. Stop I'm thinking like I had longer hair than him. And yes, 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 you did. You had a lot more hair than he did. <laughs> and so did Jeremy King. And I mean, I could list a long list of people who had longer hair than that guy. <laughs> so his, I, he's one of the few people I, I remember. And it, uh, had a shop teacher, my electronics teacher actually somehow never got fired. In the middle of class, he'd start prophetizing. It was really weird. He'd be like, and Ohm's Law times this times this. And you know Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And be like, well, hey, I, I, I dig the message as a Christian. And you look around everybody else and you just all of a sudden, it's like, man, you're, you're, you're preaching to the wrong room, brother. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this was like, and this was the, uh, the, 2000 something so it's like the early aughts so it's like man you're you're about 50 years <laughs> out of date well i mean you didn't start singing what was it the jesus is just all right song so we're good <laughs> the weirdest <laughs> christian song ever the lyrics are uh, literally jesus is just all right with me it's like if you're a christian shouldn't it be a little bit more than just all right because i say that about like that the cheap uh, a and W root beer. Eh, it's all right. I mean, they mean, it, mean it in the old, old a little bit more. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Both of you are talking at the same time. One at a time, James. Huh? You first. Why? Okay. Ryan, what did you say? God, neither of them remember. It's that short-term memory loss thing. That's it's, it's a COVID issue. No, I'd, See, well, at least, watch out. at least Ryan has a good reason for having a bad memory. It's up in smoke. No, I, I was laughing at James's reaction. Like, like what? Why? Oh. Um, <laughs> now I legitimately did forget what I was going to say. <laughs> no, I was telling John that he should oh, get no, the root I, beer floats. Okay, uh, Ryan, your turn. It's not even that funny anymore. I, I, I thought they meant it in the uh, just all right as in like the old timey. Like, like, you know, just pumped. That person is just all right. You know, like, like as in A-OK. Oh, I hadn't thought of it that way, but yeah, it makes sense. It, it would have if it was, in fact, it was, if for the fact it was DC Talk who came up with this song that I know of. Oh, okay. I was thinking it sounded like some 1970s shit when, when, when you, you know, the way I heard the phrase, but it was DC Okay, yeah. It, it, maybe it's an older song, but I've only ever heard DC Talk's version of it. So, uh, um, no, it's a really old song. Okay. Then the Ryan is right. Then guess what? I heard it. I was yeah. just like, I'm pretty sure that's insulting. Um, <laughs> so old guy, do you have any topics? I see your, uh, no, I, you know, yeah, I've had topics that come and gone already in this last hour. And <laughs> I just, <laughs> I it, it doesn't matter. I did, you know, I was looking at the fact that, uh, stocks took a real good rebound today on tech stuff and. That was good. Oh, did they? Yeah. I, I, I wish somebody could explain to me how everybody I know is worried about losing their job, quite literally, except for Ryan. He's, his, his business is dying and it's taking off. And But the stock market's doing amazing. I wish somebody would explain that to me. It's all profits, man. Amazon. It's, it's, uh, it's led by uh, some of the techs. Amazon's one of them and also by the, uh, uh, the companies making the vaccines for COVID-19. 
I should have put more money yeah. in the stock Astralica market. and uh, what was the other one? I don't know. Yeah, well. Yeah, that's the thing is, is, is you know, people are still spending money. Yeah. Yeah. So I before it's not coins. It's <laughs> not, not coins. coins. So be- before we get going, because we're, we're running up in about nine minutes, ten minutes, something like that. So do you guys have? Do you know anybody who personally who's been affected by the COVID virus? Not the actual virus itself, but a, a, an after effect. What are you like, talking about? Like um, James, for example, being laid off for months. Oh, do do you guys know anybody personally? Uh, yeah, a couple of couple of people. Uh, my barber, shit for one. Um, let's see here. Uh, damn it, I thought there was somebody else that I that I knew. But uh, yeah, no, my barber for did one, he uh, had to shut down. Is he is he going to be able to start back up or is he done? I don't know. You know, it depends on how long they got to shut down. I don't know what his financial status is, but. Uh, you know, I remember he was back for about three weeks because they opened it back up and then they just shut it back down again. I heard one of the ways around it for barbers is to take the chairs outside. Kind of like outdoor uh, yeah, outdoor I, dining. Yeah, I don't know, uh, you know, if there's a workaround like that for him, but... Um, yeah, every county is yeah. different, so it depends on what county he's in and what they're going to allow. I did hear some counties were banning stuff like that, but they allow outside seating in restaurants. I wasn't sure how exactly that worked. Yeah, I I heard up here from Northern California that that is one of the possibilities they're going to go ahead and allow if they if if they want to go work outside in this ninety five degree hundred degree temperature. That's good for them. Yeah, just yeah, be supposed yeah. to cool down. Just be yeah. like my old my old barber and drink. What was that uh, Budweiser Clamato? I thought you were going to say barbicide. No, no, I, no I, I didn't drink that, but he, he might, might be as well off. have. Yeah, he was, he was, he was pickled enough. We, it was, it was, as a kid, it didn't bother me because I didn't know any better. As an adult, I thought it was weird. It's like, hold on, let me drink this pop. Let me cut your hair. And it was, I'm thinking, oh, fuck. The more, the more, more he drank what he was cutting here, the more often his, he would keep dropping his combs. And, and if you looked in his Barbasol thing with it, there must have been 50 combs in that thing you know, as the day went on. He, it was always in it. He had more combs than any barber I'd ever seen. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Poor Joe. Yeah, I I don't. I mean, besides, I know a couple of people. I mean, my my wife, James. There's been a few other people, but up here, there's been a ton of restaurants and other businesses that are closed. Uh, Sacramento had a been open. There was an Italian restaurant that's been open for a hundred and something years that closed. Some of these restaurants were on the verge of closing anyway, and so so to be fair, it was a death nail. I don't know about yeah, them, but yeah. some of them are. Yeah. So well, it's, okay. So, um, you know, uh, on my way home today, I went through downtown. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that the Buttercup and Mel's were both closed at about three, two thirty this morning or this afternoon. I mean, wow. So yeah, that's kind of not really mm. a pleasant thing to see. Is you know those two businesses that have been around for a very long time. Yeah, neither of which have outdoor seating at all, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's part yeah. of the problem. Well, actually. A buttercup has a little tiny section that they could do about five tables. Oh, okay. But would that still, be five tables normally or five tables now? That's a good point. Uh, Probably five, been five tables, tables now. No, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I knew that area for a long time that was employees only. They didn't actually serve out there, but 
I'm sure. I'm sure. They yeah, but want, they could do it. They could do it. I can't you imagine. Know? The the question for them is: Would it be worth it? I mean, would that even cover their overhead? Oh, That's a big building. It's a big building. There's a lot of seating. Um, it just like the the, the Mel's. Even you know, there's it's a pretty big building that even if they cordon off a portion of their their parking lot, parking they'd, lot? Yeah. they'd still have issues. I mean, so that's that's one of the issues to see who who makes it from this. Is greenhouse stain? You know, open? Uh, yeah, actually, we were on I the cover of the Mountain Democrat today. Oh, were you? Oh, all right, great. Yeah, because we were doing the outdoor seating, and uh, they were doing that with a comparison of a uh, few restaurants that are not complying. Uh, they had that in there as well. Interesting. So, so I, I, I generally try in our podcast not to get named too many things of a local area just for security reasons. <laughs> um, one of the reasons why, if you don't know, I've actually – I. Not not due to boring reasons of nobody else out of the out of your area knows what the fuck you're talking about. But yeah, they would care less. I love it. Actually, because I've yeah. gotten threatened before, I'm very security conscious on on that. I I I I, I, I so. But there was the Apple Cafe I, I, since I feel it was. Sorry for the person that fucking comes to your house fucking looking for trouble. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't. Well, the Apple Cafe. Well, fun. They got to find where I live. But Apple Cafe. A- Apple Cafe was been. It's been all over the news for telling people if they have a mask, get out. Apple Cafe. Yeah, they they, they yeah. were they were on KCR, uh, our local KCRA oh, uh, ABC it. affiliate, and well, that figures. They they've been all over the news. Um, our local county is actually on the short list of watched counties. Are going to be soon. It's possible. I just I just read that that we may end up on it. Yep. So we'll see. I mean, and and this is only, um, this is only. So the last time I heard one of the, the big wigs who know COVID said, this is only, this is, we're still on first base or his, his, and the way he put it, it's like, oh, we're still running to first base. We're not on first base yet. Um, so this yeah. potentially. Well, wasn't everybody saying that they were opening too soon? I mean, that was the statement that happened here in California, you know, or do some, you know, although he seemed to be, hey, we're going to be cautious, but let's go ahead and open, you know, I don't think Cuomo he, in New York. And I mean, I thought, I think a part of it was they didn't have a choice. Cause I think what happened is under so much pressure from everybody, because people were losing jobs left and right, even, even though they said, okay, uh, banks can't take your house back. There's all these people like, well, I'm losing everything. I'm going to be homeless. I am totally and so sympathetic of so that whole thing. I understand so that, entirely. I'm saying I don't think he had a choice. I think uh, He had a choice. No, well, since politicians, I don't think they did, because if, since politicians solely care about the ballot box and it being an election year. I, my point is he had a choice, but he listened to, hey, I want, I want another four years. That's what he listened to. Well, I mean. All right, so I understand, you know, he. First of all, have you watched this guy? If anybody, if you're out of Southern California, go watch our Governor Newsom's uh, daily COVID updates. And he tell sound, me if you've seen a guy that doesn't like to hear himself talk. He sounds like a 20-pack-a-day smoker. Oh, my God. This guy just goes on and on and on and on. Yeah, he's got that raspy kind of Actually, I got that kind of raspy voice. No, not today. like him. But, he's, but, he sounds like his voice got yeah, blown out. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so, a, a, a fan a fan of his would definitely call him thorough yeah okay you know you know i i yeah okay so the but, but yeah that. that can it can it can be the other word long so here's here's my question if they fully shut down the state of california again and say a third of california's loser job 
what are they going to do? When maybe they'll take it seriously this time and put on a fucking mask. When everybody I know yeah. pretty much loses everything. And say for me example, I lose everything for a second time. What are they going to do? And so I think that's what they're balancing. I think they're balancing the economical need versus I'm not disagreeing with you. No, the question is, what do you do? I don't think they can fully shut down for too long because I literally think it's just going to kill. But I think in this case. I I agree. I think we're past the point of fully shutting down. If we were going to fully shut down, we should have done that shit in the beginning. But we did half-ass the first shutdown. Nobody took it seriously because it was half-ass. And (laughs) now we're in this perpetual half-assness. Well, cause last time I've been hearing, I've been hearing some economic people and I have no idea how big or important or smart they are, but they're saying, yeah, we're on the verge of a great depression if we're not there already. Oh yeah. Oh, that was predicted. Day one of this bullshit oh. is like, oh, this is going to suck. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're saying I mean, the only, <laughs> the only thing so far that's keeping us out of that is if you pay attention to the, the great depression, the stock market hasn't tanked, but if nobody has a job, stock market doesn't mean dick, but I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't know what to do. I always thought that if people took it a little bit more seriously, they could have kept everything open. People wore masks, et cetera. I think everything would have been a little bit different. But here's the thing is that you can tell people to wear masks and do all this shit all you want, but very, very few people want to be the Nazi enforcer on it. And I don't, I don't mean yeah. that in a, in a, what's going to sound weird, in a, in a bad way that you would be a Nazi if you enforce it, but that's how you feel you need to be. I did a service the other day on, on Friday, okay? And it was the first one we've done since friggin' March. It felt weird to even put a suit on. Uh, we go to this place, and the original agreement, because it was all just like, oh, look, I, I don't know. I mean, we wouldn't want to be the ones going against the, 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 the county guidelines and all this stuff. You know, liability reasons, who knows? It's just nothing we want to get into. And not to mention, you know, we're, we're genuinely, you know, we meet a lot of old people and I go to a lot of hospitals. So, you know, let's not do crazy shit. But um, they were told, you know, X amount of people at this particular, you know, church they were going to. And there was triple that number. Okay. Uh, they, were, they were told everybody's got to wear masks and do the whole social distancing thing. But that's pretty much going to be on the church to, to sort of uh, uh, do that. I'd say half the people were wearing masks. Everybody, every single person there hugged every other single person there. You know, so it basically throws all the safety protocols out the window unless you want to be the guy that goes up, you know, and especially like in my capacity, I'm there to just generally facilitate like, oh, is everything okay? Do you need more coffee? You know, or or at the church service, like, okay, now we're heading to the cemetery, folks, is what we'll do, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm not going to be the asshole that, that's like, all right, you fuckers put me, you know what I mean? And you stand over here and all this other stuff. And it would just be weird, but I get these businesses who don't want to have the, the altercation that it turns into every single time somebody comes in bucking the system for one dumb shit reason or another, you know, I can't breathe. Pussy. Hate those people. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, eventually there'll be customers. Um, so I don't know what you do. I mean, I, I really don't. I mean, I thought the way they handled the you shutdown. You want to shop at uh, Costco? I have. Okay. So if you want to shop at Costco, it's 
a mask or you don't get in. You're going to need cops to enforce that. They're, yeah. do, they're doing it themselves. That's the thing is they got and that person at the door. They're not going to get your, your, your membership and they're yep. like, nah, bro, sorry. So here's it's the seven. thing. And they it's give you one if you don't have one. Doesn't have are, are, are they going to give people the ability to physically stop them under California? Under California law, you cannot restrain people. So what are you going to do? Are you physically, are you going to hire bouncers to physically throw people out? Cause otherwise they're, 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 they're shitty. They're it's either <clears throat> it's a you know it, it, it's a privilege to shop there. Okay, so that's the way they look at it. Well, Costco so the can point cancel is, your yeah. membership, but what about Walmart? Right. Are you going to have the greeter throw Walmart you physically still out? Reserves the right to refuse service to anybody they don't want to do business with. I worked at Walmart. That that that's not a real wall, rule. I mean, that that's be honest. They say that, but they'll. Oh, <clears> it <throat> is. If you want to be the guy that enforces it. Yeah, it's you the know, problem. That's the thing is that you're just the, the, the Walmart greeter is not getting into that shit. <laughs> you know, the manager's got to be called, and, and it's going to be a big a big deal. And so then, you know, okay, we're going to call the cops, and you got to wait for the cops to get there. And the cops don't want to get there because they got to glove up and gown up, too. So next thing you do is you call animal control, that they have that stick, you know, that long pole with the strap <laughs> on it. Right, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. you'll be using for throwing, throwing people out of stores. Well, I can, then you can social distance and get rid of them. I can tell you from my experience at big box stores, what's going to happen is the manager's going to say, it's okay, just continue shopping, just, you know, watch out, be careful, because the last thing the management wants to do is make a fuss. And I can tell you that from experience. I, I understood, John, but no, this well, is an entirely different situation. No, but, but what, you're not, what you're not catching, what I'm throwing out is, what do you do? The next step, honestly, would the only thing I could think you do is, is have people physically restrain you, because that's the only thing you can do. If somebody wants to walk in the store and shop, the only thing I you know could, how to do it. How you shame them? That doesn't work. Oh no, no, that that'll work. If you get tasers, you get no. You get about six, seven people and keep going around this person, staying at a distance, yelling, "This person's not wearing a mask. Stay away!" It, it'll You'll walk. shame them so crazily, even at Walmart. At Walmart, you're gonna start a toothless. You're gonna start a toothless fight. That's okay. On the positive side, nobody's going to need a dentist. I got but, my rabies shot. But you know what? Look, a lot well, of people say they're not going to be a, a bite. Walmart near. <laughs> couple of walmarts near me have actually hired a, a security guard to stand out front you know but part of the problem is people don't even know how stupid they're being like um they'll they'll walk in with the mask on and then they'll touch their face and they'll touch everything else or they'll they'll, they'll pull it down to talk to people that's my favorite yeah i, I like, like that one where the mask is down at their chin or, or like literally they're wearing it, they'll walk up to you and then as if they need to pull it down to talk to you. Yeah, right. That's when they pull it down and they start speaking words and you're just like, wow, man, how the fuck did you dress yourself this morning? So I, so the only thing I could I think they could do is just do what Best Buy did. Best Buy shut their store off completely yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and basically did what Walmart calls pick up today. Yeah. Um, I just don't, the only reason is I it don't. They get to that Because I, I don't know. I don't know what you can do because reality is you can't, you're not legally allowed to restrain somebody. Um, even guards, like, like if you have your guard card is very limited well, on what you can do. Restrain and, and block is a different story. You know, you can do that, that hockey block in, or that, that basketball block and just like, Hey man, you, look, you're not, you're not going in. I'm not, I'm not restraining you. I'm you not can pull the shirt over the head and walk out of this store. You might have to go to turnstile type of situation I, where, you know, the, either you can get in or you physically can't get. And of course, you know, yeah. Walmart people would crawl under it. But <clears throat> how Walmart people would steal it? What are you talking about? Well, they try. Um, no, I'm just because I'm curious at how how far it's going to go. Because yeah. you know, you're going to have to do some. Because you always have that one Karen who is just going to say, 
screw you and just you know beat feet I am somehow so get around tired you. of the deniers it's it's already come on people are dropping dead here and stop denying the fact and and don't think that you're more privileged than everybody else well the the thing stop i've it. the biggest thing i've heard is people don't think it's as bad as it it is it really is and i That's i the biggest thing i you know, I don't really know. I mean, reality is I don't actually mind wearing a mask now that I found one. I'm just basically wearing a buff because a normal mask is just not comfortable for me, mainly because I can't find one that fits. Um, yeah, that works. I mean, that's the whole idea. Um, so I wear that, and, and that's fine. I actually got to buy a couple of more. Um, I don't know. It, does, it doesn't bother me. Uh, the, the best thing is people generally don't go up and ask me questions, which is really freaking nice. Well, you're, you're in such a small office. And you're no, no, yourself. I meant just when I'm out and about doing <clears throat> things. Like, before, especially... But you're so personable, John. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because you don't go to Walmart anymore because you're afraid somebody's going to ask you a question. That no, I still go. I still go to Mart. I still, I still go to that store routinely. Um, I did almost, almost get in a fight because uh, when this first started, somebody was like you know, close enough to smell what I had for lunch. And it's just like, dude, if you don't back up, I'm just, I'm just going to fucking deck you. Just, you know, he was, he no, finally no. backed up because I was giving him the death stare. It's no like social distancing protocol. Huh? Yeah. It's like, well, I have a pretty big bubble anyways, being a guy who is six, five. So and paranoid. <clears throat> hey, at Walmart, if you're not careful, you're going to lose your wallet. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I mean, like, I don't like people that close to me naturally. I have a fairly large bubble. I don't, you're not wrong as far as that goes. Um, That's fine. Like, I, I don't need the Disney experience where, you know, everybody's like pretty much right next to me. I don't need that at a Walmart. I don't, the, the smell of meth stinks. <laughs> yeah. So it's been it fun. Wrap it up. Let's go. <laughs> We've we beat this horse so dead. <laughs> You promised to do my drop. Uh, da, da, you da, did, da. John. You did. Yep. Uh, you see. promised. This, uh, no, is that one it? No. This one might be it. Let's see. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pride, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man, Stevens, Ryan, Nowhere, Preston, and the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Ch- Yeah. You almost as, got it. As always, <laughs> thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>